This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back. What's up, guys? My name is Peter Kim. And I am Unji Kim. And we are your hosts of the Ajuma Show. Thank you for coming back to this wonderful podcast. We love our Ajumas, our Fockers, our kick-ass Koreans. Everyone uh, we shout out in this podcast. We really are obsessed with you guys. Yeah. And also, you know what? We haven't shouted out a Patreon in a long time. Mm. So let's do a quick Patreon shout out. I'm going to pick a new Patreon member um, by random. Ooh. Oh, never mind. I have to log in. Forget it. This is going to take too long. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got it, I got it <laughs> Should have thought of this before we started recording But I just got so excited because You know um, It's been a wonky week I've been in what I was telling Unji um, Before we started the pod Hell week Yeah. And I was here um, a few months ago When I was writing the pilot Yeah. And here we are again um, So I feel kind of crazy <laughs> I'm I'm riding into the night. I rolled till four a.m. last night. Wow, <laughs> I'm tired. You were you were you were I'm inspired. I'm sleeping in weird, yeah, and under t- time crunch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's been it's been, <laughs> it's been kind of crazy, but I'm happy to be here. And we're gonna shout out one of our newer Patreon members. Let's give it up for Danielle Sars. Yay! Yeah! Dude, Danielle, you're the best. Thanks for listening, and thanks for uh, chipping into the Patreon. I'm hoping you like the extras. We're going to be bringing you more this month. Yes. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for being here. We How was? You. We have so much to talk about. Let's just get right into it. How's your week? So I did – I've been doing indoor shows. I did – Tell me about that. Okay. You're fully vaxxed. I'm fully and vaxxed. Are the, are the shows vaxxed, or they're like, what are, come what may? Well, that's the thing. It's like it's sort of I don't I wish that I wish that we could like at the beginning of shows kind of like people talk about their pronouns, like tell uh, us if you are vaxxed or not. Like what's your status? <laughs> Which one? I yeah, I'm Pfizer. Yeah, I'm Pfizer. You know what I mean? Like uh she her hers uh Moderna I am vaxxed, you know, like something yeah. like that. He him Johnson and Johnson because, one. Cuz people are fucking reckless. Like instead of I mean right. Instead of immediately getting back into the club, I was like, oh, right. <clears throat> Comedians are pieces of shit. Like, garbage. they're, they're gar- truly garbage. And yeah, so, no integrity. No integrity. I have no idea. I'm, like, looking at this person. I'm like, no, I don't. This person's been in the club entire the entire pandemic. He was here <laughs> yeah. without a mask while COVID was happening. He's How could I trust him to no. not even lie about the fact that he is vaccinated? Yeah. He is the bat. That started it. <laughs> no, I was talking about the bats in Chicago that started COVID. <laughs> this anti-Asian sentiment is going out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's it was it's wild. I was clearly very nervous. I was like yeah. kind of lost my mind the second I got inside because I'm already a very. Where were you? Which club? I went to Laugh Factory. That's where right. I that's where I had the epic bomb. I bombed. That was last week. That was last week. I bombed okay. in such an intense way. I had to do a Zoom show that night, and then I did an outdoor mm. show a couple of days later, just okay. trying to wash it off of me, just to yeah, somehow yeah. like cleanse myself because I still have flashbacks. It's like PTSD. Like I from that bomb, yeah. from that one bomb. Um, I'm telling. It was a lot. Do you think you'll ever not flashback to that? <laughs> it had been years. It had been years <laughs> since the last time I bombed like that. Years. Oh my god! I'm I was so dri- sorry. I was driving and I literally flashed back to it. Oh god! <laughs> the silence, the way that this guy was just looking at me—he looked confused. He was confused. I was confused. Like it was like the worst feeling you want inside of a set. Oh so, god! Horrible. But then I did a show last night at the lodge, and. New at the new lodge, gorgeous mm. by the way. Very, very cool, good comedy space. One hundred percent would recommend. But still, low ceilings, low ce- loud, loud, um, intimate. Cold. Yeah, club mm. seats. You know, not any of the riser shit. Booths, dark. Yeah, all the things. Little candles, yeah. red curtain. You know, good room. 
Yeah. But I <laughs> and then and it was fine. I, my set went uh-huh. better. I'm like kind of getting oh, okay. my bearings again. You know, I'm realizing uh-huh. that on the Laugh Factory stage, I did have a full panic attack. I was melting down. Like I was looking oh. at people's massless, massless faces. Oh, not laugh. <laughs> oh no! But I mean, it was, I was having a full meltdown for sure. When I look back, I'm like, That's that what sucks that is. when they're massless and they're not laughing. Because if they're mass and they're not laughing, you could just still be like, ah, who knows? Yeah, their laughter they is muffled. Fun. Their laughter yeah. is muffled. It's, when you're massless, it's right there for you. Deafening. I'm not enjoying it. Deafening. It was a deafening. And you'll know. <laughs> silence. It'll oh wrinkle in my soul forever. <clears throat> oh, shit. But I so last night I did the lodge, went fine, whatever, working on some new bits. And. I hung out. It was a hang. And let me tell you, I don't... I, comedians are pieces of shit. They're truly trash. Ah, this, is what, <laughs> this is what I was saying. The, the whole... Everything around the set yeah. is bad. But I love the a hang. hang. I love a hang. I like I like a hang, but it's just like I can depends do- on who it is. Depends on who it is. Because there's some lineups you're on and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Am I with this douchebag here? You know, like he's talking about all the fucking road road dog gigs that he did. Davenport, <laughs> I just crushed in Davenport. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I went to Rockford and they fucking loved me. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know what? I truly- I'm huge in Indiana. <laughs> you know, like fuck you. You're huge in Indiana means that you're obese in Chicago. But like, I mean, I would say. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I I like a hang though. I'll always have a drink or whatever and just chill. But it was like, it was. You're right. My threshold for things nonsense. Not yeah. Is much so much lower. So low on the floor. Yeah. Like I just don't have any tolerance for it. I haven't built up a tolerance. Anything happened yesterday, or was it like small things that you're like, ugh. This used to not annoy me, but I'm fucking pissed now. I mean, I did have a conversation with a gentleman who 100% this word, these words came out of his mouth. It's because you're not Asian enough. <laughs> I don't know in what context that would not be rude. You know what I mean? Like what in what context would that be OK? Yeah, coming from someone that is not Asian. Wasn't Asian. Yeah, he sounds white as fuck. And it was like, I was just like, um, I literally put my hand up and was like, I we are going to disagree and I have to leave right now. <laughs> I was like, I Good have to you. leave this conversation right yeah. now. We are going to disagree and I'm going to leave right now. You started closing shop. Yeah, I was like, I was just putting yeah. things away, putting stuff back in my purse. Locking I was the like, door. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared the table. It's like, we got to shut this whole thing down. I mean, truly, it was it was like that sort of toxic. You know, yeah. it's like it was like Patrice O'Neill energy. Right, 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 right. I know that. Yes. And it's great. Agro. Yes. I'm a piece of shit. So I'm going to be mean to everyone yes. because everybody knows I'm a piece of shit. It's like you can be a piece of shit, but I don't want to be anywhere near it. I have not consented to be a part of your show, sir. <laughs> I, I did not agree. You did not ask for volunteers, and I did not come on stage. Like there was no agreement here. You simply came up and started a conversation. So this is guerrilla tactics. Yes, and I yeah. and I don't like this. I just is like improv everywhere shit. Like I didn't want to be a part of this prank. <laughs> like I don't. I'm just. I'm just trying to have a drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so like it was just it was one of those things where like oh right this is the problem. Like, there's just so much of this energy. And people are feral. And that's what's yeah. the other part that's interesting is that, like, audiences, and honestly, I think most of us also don't want to talk about pandemic. Audiences do not want. They don't want. They want to get lost in a fantasy. Yes. They want to be out talking about boobs and dicks and and dating and, and, dating. Yeah. and, and, and like, dating. And that's it. Because everyone is feral and horny. And that's it. No one got. No one actually got better. <laughs> Why would anyone get better? Because we had all this time. No, I'm just saying. No. Like, <laughs> like I mean, the hum as we as humans, no one improved. There was no, no. like. No. <laughs> all, the, all the good ones died. <laughs> 
This is like a, a metaphor for the fucking, um, what is it, rapture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Probably all the like people who didn't deserve to die die, and the rest of us garbage people are left. Yeah, trying learning to learning to knit, <laughs> becoming plant dad. Yes, like, <laughs> like I mean, surely like fermenting this, kimchi. Yeah, I mean, surely when I think back on this time and like thinking about the reentry and do starting to reenter again, I'm just like, oh, I didn't do shit. Like, I truly yeah. have not been at, able to level up in any sort of way. But it also, I will say this, going to forgive all of us for a second. We did live through a trauma. No one emerges from a trauma better. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be something. Like, even if you <clears throat> not are... Not immediately. Not immediately. Yes. Yeah, we're, we all have to go through some sort of... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Yeah, we shouldn't. Ha we should have like a slower reentry into society as as much as we are going into a comedy club, which is like the worst microcosm of yes! society. Yes, and the people that are going <laughs> probably never not didn't go. I mean, these are the people that probably have their masks have been going. Yes. we're at Puerto Vallarta. Exactly. They're like they love whatever. spring break this year. They loved I'm it. I'm young. I got COVID early. Yes, you know. <laughs> And I got, I got COVID again. I got COVID yeah. again. And that's the reason yeah. why I can't, I can't get vaccinated because I have Remember antibodies. that one billionaire that got COVID like six times or something? I mean, <laughs> good. 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 I mean, like, I, I, it is, it was, it's very, it's very interesting to see. And, My younger and, brother yeah. walks around like that. He, he's got COVID. He had COVID yeah. and he walks around thinking like, oh, I'm the man. Yeah. Pff, I barely felt it. And I bet there's so many... Pe stupid people mm -hmm. who walk around feeling like COVID, COVID, yeah, right, whatever, yeah, give it to me again. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I bet there are people like that because my brother's like that, and it's so fucking frustrating. I had a like huge argument with him the other day uh -huh. because he was talking about like he's like he's the worst version of the internet, like YouTube, Rogan, yeah, um, Elon Musk. Yeah, maybe like he is, I'm on nootropics right. Yeah, I'm on nootropics yeah. right now. Alpha brain, bitch. Yeah, I'm on. I'm in on it. <laughs> I'm trying to you optimize. You and him get along. Yeah, I'm trying to you optimize my physical performance <laughs> by not being a loser. <laughs> yeah, his cranial synergy is through the roof. And no one actually thinks about it. No one talks about it in our culture. But you just yeah. have to. No. Just have to. You you are a seeker, man. <laughs> we're all we're all special, and we we know we're seeking the truth. We're truth seekers. Um, whatever. It's obnoxious to. I have a youngest brother who told me he's not getting the vaccine because he thought I told you this right. He no. thinks it's going to turn him into a zombie. No, he's he has joking. Like a, this joke. This no. joke. No, it's not. He thinks he was you're a, Marine, a zombie. He has PTSD. No, no, no. He's saying that he's going to turn into a zombie. He has this like, I don't know. I'm, I, my head hurts. I'm so tired. <laughs> these are my b flesh and blood. These people. I'm so embarrassed about my own. Fa <sighs> I mean, that's. If you crazy. guys have people in your family like this, please <laughs> let me know how you are dealing, how you talk, how you let the your how you dip into your patience, your unending yin, you know, like I'm, I'm, I've, I'm floored. I have nothing more to oh, give. I, I literally, my father-in-law loves this thing about the chip being inserted into you. Oh God. You know, this like, oh right. Yes. And it's apparently very big in Russia. There's like, um, very, of course it is. And so, it's all, and so it's all over Russian media. And he thinks this is so oh, funny. Okay. He thinks it's so funny as a joke, you know, like, Oh, I've been chipped. You know, that same joke that had made its rounds when the vaccines first came out. Right. Like all yeah. those memes, he continues to think it's so funny and will constantly say this. And I finally yelled at him. I was like, I read the internet more than you. <laughs> the stupidest Trump card. I was like, I read it more than you. You don't think that you know that thing that's poisoning your mind? I'm on it way more. <laughs> and I know this joke. Please stop telling yes. it to me. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. I read the internet. I've seen this a million times, and I've you're I've, an old meme, man. Yes, I was just like, dude, this is hack, and you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> 
And he was like, ah, and like it was just like I kind of stood up, and I did, I've been doing this right, just like exit conversations now. I just realized. Good this. for you. I just like good no. for you. You don't need to. I simply Yo, say no. That's <laughs> no, and turn your heels around 180 degrees and start marching. Yeah, you know what? I, that's, that's your my, boundary. That's my first refusal. Like I'm saying, no. I haven't gotten any first refusals, but I'm giving them away. (laughs) You're unpinning yourself from the conversation. (laughs) I mean, these are stupid jokes for only six people that understand (laughs) what that means. Who listen to this? Most people who listen to this aren't entertainers, so like, I don't know why we make jokes like that. But you know, sometimes you're just listening to us um, processing out loud. Yes. You know, by the way, I made a emo emo joke the other day, the Congress joke, and yeah. someone reached out to me saying, emo emo, I got it. I love it. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> Vindication after every one of you came for me about hard boiled eggs. <laughs> Which I had three of today again. Ugh. 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 I like it, baby. Anyway, anyway, so my <laughs> younger brother, he tells me that, um, he starts arguing with me about how the mainstream media are already. If someone say mainstream, mainstream media, media, I'm oh, like, gosh. you're already, you know, it's like saying if it's like someone coming, starting a sentence with like, you know, the thing about fake news, you know, like it's the same exact undertone. Yes. And I'm like, here we go. What did, what did Joe Rogan say on his <laughs> clip show today? What did you clip? He doesn't even watch the whole episode. He just watches clips of it because he doesn't have the fucking patience. Who does? To watch four hours of this fucking yeah. swollen ninja turtle no, fucking oh, complain about the internet. It's, tr- you know, it's like, true. I mean, it's like Stern. You can't watch the whole fucking thing. You just listen to it while no. you drive your cab and you're supporting your family. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. Like, you know, yeah, when you're a long haul truck driver crossing the country, that's what you do. You that's why you listen to this shit. Like, cause you're it's for embittered souls. Yeah, people that are peeing into Seven Eleven cups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also people that need that. That's the soundtrack to them urinating into a big gulp. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and no shade to that. I mean, like truly, like that is that's the it's what's, a job. Yeah, sure. but it's like, but that's who those. That that's of, who's listening yeah. to people. And that's who have so much time well my brother doesn't have the time so he clips it yeah and he tells me that <clears throat> the mainstream media is only fear-mongering about covid they don't even tell you you sh- you know all the things you should do like boost your immune system and you know um whatever like eat, eat echinacea you need whatever. to be taking echinacea yeah, you know you know what people are saying like there's like shit on the YouTube. Like I, you know, I, I made ginger tea for five days straight and that's how I beat it. And then a thousand people are like me too. And then all of a sudden it's a fucking scientific study. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, he's like, well, I did this and I did that. I did that. And I was like, okay, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. But your body is not everyone's body. Yeah. Your body is actually in the place that is the least, um, you know, prone to dying. Yeah. So you're a young man, like you're fine. Right. And he was like, yeah, but what about, why isn't, why isn't the media, like, why is Fauci always coming out and scaring people? Fear monger. I'm like, you have never watched a Fauci <laughs> press conference. You're just regurgitating. I know it because these are like, um, you know, when the GOP sends out like talking points. Yes. Or whatever, Dems do that too, whatever. Anyone yeah. talks out and there's like, well, you know, uh, we're not racist. We're just uh, uh, about small government, you know, like whatever. So like yeah. they're- I mean, the DNC these, does it all too. All these like the stupid DNC talking, yeah. they do. They do. I mean, yeah. I, not I, racist. I, yes. We it's, love black people. Truly, if I could see how many emails I get from like all the collateral DNC people that literally like, Mitch O'Connell is going to force you to be pregnant. Yes. Like, <laughs> like yeah. It is that. Yeah. It is that. But, and I'm not disagreeing with the fear monkey from the media. I absolutely, that's how we, anyone's kept under the thumb yeah. through religion or government or media yeah. or whatever. Sex sells, you know? fear compels, you know, like it's. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I get where he's coming from, but I, I desperately, as his brother, want him to be just a little smarter than Rogan's stand base. But he just not, right? Yeah. So I was like arguing with him, like, what are your sources? Can you, he's like, everywhere, every source, no one's talking about it. And I was like, I can't argue with you because you're just giving me broad strokes and 
saying that that's right. Mm. So until we bring in to facts, I don't want to keep talking about this. So after lunch, I go home and I just do a simple Google search. Yeah. You know, like Fauci, um, immune boosting, yeah. you know, like COVID. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of links <laughs> from local ABC, KTLA 7s to CNNs to CNBCs to everything, right? Besides Fox News, yeah. Obvi. So I, I send like a list of links, like yeah. look at all these things, national and local media talking about boosting immune system. Mm-hmm. And um, also, and then he goes, yeah, yeah, it's all local news. It's never national news. And I was like, so what? Yeah. You're, you're, this is mainstream media. Yeah. You're talking about cable news, 24 hour seven news. Yeah. Okay. They, it's 24 seven. They're probably covering a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. And he's like, but how come, you know, when they come out and do these press conferences, they never include what else you should do to like, for the symptoms, you know, like when you're feeling COVID, oh, I see. it's only about wash your hands and blah, blah, blah. And, and like, what about immune boosting? You know, like, and I was like, well, it, you know, if they're not coming out with, if they're coming out with wash your hands and uh, wear a mask, I'm I'm betting yeah. that there have been tests done at a statistically significant portion, like a level where you can say this stops this, yeah, right, in some kind of percent error, right? Immune boost probably isn't tested to that level or something, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I disagree. I think, like, if the, if the media was saying, like, boost your immune, blah, 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 then none, we would have had way less deaths and, you know, all this shit, right? Nootropics, nootropics. And I <laughs> – and then so I was like, all right, let me simply Google this yeah. too, right? So I Google it. And the first thing that comes out is from Cedar sinai from a doctor saying – Immune boosting isn't actually a thing. Yeah. And actually your immune system shouldn't be that much higher than a normal amount because it starts eating itself. That's what when like white T cells start disappearing yeah. and stuff like that. Like so there is a like sweet zone of immune system. And sure, you can like take stuff to like boost it and work out, but like it's not that it's boosting like now you have great immune, you know, like vitamins aren't really a thing, you know, like so he's like saying all this, so like Sure, people think it anecdotally works, but it hasn't been like scientifically proven to so, boost anything. So or whatever. basically, the fact that our federal government <clears throat> has not uh, gone out of its way to amplify yeah. scientifically unfounded claims. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's my fucking it's point, man. That- it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Like, you don't understand what it takes to put out of uh, a national piece of information. Like, it has to go through rounds and rounds of peer review and shit like that. Like, it's not – you can't just put out a study you did in your backyard with the the 16 neighbors you have and and be like, this is the – we ate kimchi. (laughs) That's not a fucking (laughs) fact. But that's the Trump. That's the Trump effect. That your feelings are facts. That's yes. somehow, I'm just saying my opinion. You're just smarter. Yeah, I'm just saying my opinion. Because it's dumb people. I, I don't want to call them dumb. It's undereducated people who ha- are sick of telling, being told that they're stupid. Mm-hmm. And now they're saying, no, what I think is fact now. Fuck you. I'm not stupid. It's like, oh. I'm just saying my okay, opinion. Well, and you're saying that my yeah. opinion is wrong. I feel like, and the thing yeah. is, and, and the thing is. They're co-opting fucking liberal messaging about like yes. emotional intelligence. But the thing is like Trump. Well, also, I just wanted to point out when he was saying that the fear mongering done by Fauci is, I don't think an entirely accurate, like it's not a fair assessment because the unfortunate truth is that the facts are scary. Yeah. So it's not fear mongering. He's simply it's, fear, it's presenting the facts. Yes, which are scary. And so which are scary. Which are scary. And so that's not that's why he's doing it in this way. He did it in an incredibly dry way to try to allay <laughs> Yes. Allay fear. Actually and, the scarf lady did way more fear mongering. Yes. If you remember. Yes. She was she was the one who was like, Oh my god, it's gonna tip into this thing and you know, right when vaccines were coming out. Oh yeah. So regardless of like you know what you believe or what you feel do your fucking research just a cursory 
Google search will do. You got to do your homework. You, know what? you got to do your Just homework. Back up your fucking claims, folks. Like, stop. Honestly, anything you listen to, uh, to on this podcast, you better double, triple check because we are lying <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I don't want anyone of you to go to your friends and be like, well, I heard on Ajumba's show that da, 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 You better da, da, da. not. You better you not. You better not because your ass is going to look fucking stupid. <laughs> I guarantee. All right? I told you I'm lying on this podcast. This is entertainment. Don't ever take something you saw on a fucking Stephen Colbert show and talk about it like it's fact. Stop it. Do your own research. This is for fun. <laughs> I hope you're having fun, guys. So then, how 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 are you? How are things with you lately with your therapist? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> um, I just had one. I we just started uh-huh. new therapist. Her name's Sharon, and um, that's too close to Karen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sharon. Uh, but she's um, I think she's like Israeli or. Middle Eastern descent. Okay. Ju- judging from the accent. Okay. And um, her last name. Okay. Anyway, um, she's very chill. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm in a 12-week bridge program bef- okay. until I, a, a Korean lady finally picks me up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's going on? I might have to pay out of pocket. This is getting crazy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been, like, trying to get it through my insurance, but... Whatever, that's TMI. Yeah. Um, Sharon's great. Uh, I she's an interim person, so um, I think she was just kind of like, okay, so um, we, you know, it was our first meeting, so there's a lot to like talk about. Yeah. Uh, introduce myself, etc. I did find myself saying like, this is how I'm fucked up. This is what I need work with. I've worked on a lot of this, and I'm uh. You know, we've barely scratched the surface, but I kind of laid it out for her. Okay. I was like, these are the things I need help with. Mm-hmm. Don't even bother with this stuff because <laughs> this was 10 years ago. I went through it. <laughs> I, you're like showing her the storage room of your emotional locker. And you're like, okay, so this box is dealt this with. Is keep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep. This is a baby. <laughs> Donate. Donate. <laughs> I know exactly. Those are, those are, those are, yeah, these, you're, this is an intake, intake kind of. Intake. I, but I I should have just chilled, but I was already trying to like craft my own narrative for her and I was like trying to like control. I'm sure she noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Um, but yeah, she, she was good. The, I, I will say that I there was a part of me that really wanted to dive in, and she was pushing back. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's very professional of her. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> at the at the end of our first session, she was like, "Okay, well, you opened a lot of things, and I just need you to take care of yourself." Today. This this what this was this is to me a classic. You went up to her and you're like, "So this is what happened in my life. I'm so happy you asked." Blah blah. blah. And at the end, she was like, "Sir, this is a Wendy's." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a biggie fry? Is this um, your first time in therapy or have you been in therapy before? I've been in therapy before. Okay. This First time in a long time. Okay. And not not since I moved to Chicago, so it's been like 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think I'm going to enjoy it. Okay. I'm ready. Like, I would like to talk every day. <laughs> <laughs> and that is... Another thing that you should bring up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that's, that's so real. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not that like, I'm not saying I need to, or I'm going to be like, uh, 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 I'm, you know, like falling apart. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just not at that space. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying I wouldn't mind talking every day because... I have a lot to say. <laughs> what are you trying to resolve? Like, are you trying to get to a place more quickly? Um, Is that how you're thinking about it? 
Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm trying to like shortcut. I, I have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And uh, and that it doesn't feel like one hour a week or whatever. It's not enough time. It's like kind of, but the thing is, it's sort of the same thing as with the anxiety the stuff. Yeah, the drugs. It's uh-huh. like the conversation with her is that ultimately what will guide you to the answer. It will always. The I have to do the work myself. myself. Like the conversation yeah. opens up the thoughts and the feelings in your own self to kind of mull over yeah. and like process. And yeah. then you discuss that, you know, it's an, a slow. But unfolding. I do that every day of my life. I feel I am doing that. I'm going to say again, <laughs> something you might want to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that weird? I mean, as an artist, I feel like that's just kind of how we live our lives, right? Like I don't like to pick we're a scab. Cons- <laughs> Not a scab necessarily, <laughs> but we're constantly um, processing our take on something. I don't. That's fucking bullshit. What do you mean? I truly do not process in the way that you're describing. Like, not that incessantly. I chill. Like, you turn your your head turns off? Yeah, kind of. Like, i not, like, totally. Kinda. How do you do that? I don't know, Frasier? <laughs> I will say I never sit and watch, like... TV like that either. Yeah, I just that's Maybe what I, I do. Should. I do it for Maybe like an hour or something like that at the end of the day before I start doing other shit. But yeah, I, oh, that's I good. hour, hour and a half maybe. Like, but it's what good. about your whole day? Like for example, like <clears throat> today I was in bed and I got up and I was um I was looking at like an email mm-hmm. and then that email made me go, oh, I have to do this thing and I'm doing this thing and I'm like, oh, why didn't I get to that thing? And I'm like thinking to myself. Oh, I just keep putting things off. Mm-hmm. Why am I putting things off? Oh, I'm scared that maybe this will end. And, you know, and I'm like going through like, it's like, if this, then that. If this, then that. If this, then that. If this, then that. And, this, and you know, I'm just like, and then like before you know it, I, a phone call comes in. I'm like, I got to pick up this phone. <laughs> so I'm like, my mind is constantly busy. And I'm trying to, I guess like, I just thought that was normal. And it, maybe it's not normal. That kind of constant, like, I mean, I guess if I allow myself to, I would sort of go there. But I just move yeah. on to the next thing. You're moving. You're like a shark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have a more active life than I do. Well, I, I mean, get I, out more. No, I, no, I just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I truly, I like, I do the, I have a list of stuff. I have an itinerary <laughs> for the next day. And then I do that. Mm. Oh, wow. You make lists? Constantly. I have my day is broken up by the hour. Wow. That's I mean, I go by my Google Cal, but that's like I have like a a thing, two things. No, I really lead a calendar is like things that you are that are due. Right. And appointments that you have. But what are you going to do the rest of the day? Spiral? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't do that. I don't allow myself to do that. I go and exercise. I say I'm going to make lunch. I eat three hard-boiled eggs. Like, I literally write everything out. I mean, it's a different kind of anal retentive. Yeah, yeah. I I don't have that list thing, I guess. Maybe I should. Maybe I should start a list thing. Oh, Anyway, so, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm always – my mind's always busy. Yeah. So – for me to talk to a therapist every day wouldn't be that hard because I know I'm going to have something to talk about. Sure. You know, like, I don't know. But that, but that type of intensive, I mean, like, I've been in therapy three times a week before. Court wow. mandated, family, and then <laughs> yeah. and group, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, and then at a certain point during that time, I had to go to another, the therapist like, you know what, let's just add one more. And, <laughs> like, just to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, bitch, there's nothing, I mean, this is all <clears throat> inner life stuff because I'm not living life, right? I'm only going to therapy at that point. Right, and like, right. you know, address it. But the thing is, at that point, when it's that intense, typically... There's yeah. something very specific. It's interventional, kind of like something is happening. And so you're addressing oh, yeah, it. And there's yeah, like yeah. a crisis that we are currently addressing. Yeah. It's sort of like a rehab, you know, like when you go and that's all you do is talk every yeah. day because you're trying to address your addiction. And it's like the same thing. Like if right now, 
if like there is no like all consuming i mean like your addiction might be to this anxiety maybe <laughs> you know it could be yeah but like you know unless there's some sort of inter like some crisis i mean you know a therapist that that's will the thing see i don't you, have a crisis yeah and if there is a therapist that will see you every day peter it is a scam and it is a cult <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying I need seven different therapists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's it's if there are different <clears throat> issues and like things like that. But yeah. when you're talking about it, it's like, yeah, I mean, I know people that go into like sex therapy. It's different from their personal therapy. Sure. You know, sure, like sure. my friends, yeah. oh, you have couples therapy, you have personal therapy. Um, my friend grew up in a very therapy, like very therapized family. So they mm. did family she had personal and she had a group thing and there was like another like her parents went to like a sexual healing thing. So she was around uh-huh. it all the time. And uh-huh. I will say that she is some, one of the most stoic people I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. She was forced into so much fucking therapy. Yeah. I mean, she's like, she's talked out. She's like, I don't want to talk anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm good. <laughs> Like, she's so deeply stoic and so aggressively successful. It is. I, I, that's kind of what she said to me. Yes. I'm telling you, I'm you know, obsessed. Like, she yeah, does not have I any like time that. for me. And I consider her one of my best friends. Angie, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to not have enough time for you. I know. I'm so I'm, excited. <laughs> I'm thrilled at the possibility for you to ignore me. And let me tell you, that's that's a beautiful thing. There's no greater <laughs> love for a friend. Well, it hasn't happened in four years, and I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> We're back, guys, Woo! and we're the vengeance, a specific <laughs> kind of Korean lady vengeance, some Ajima vengeance today. Oh, man. Oh, can you set up the the audience with what the fuck has been going on? The fuckery? The fuckery. That's been going on this week. So there is um, an Austin, he's Austin, right? An Austin comic, Dao Peng, that on Twitter released a video of him introducing a comic called Tony... Hinch bitch, Hinchcliffe. <laughs> and he, this comedian goes on stage and proceeds to call this this Asian man that had just brought him up very nicely, by the way. Uh, w- rousing. Rousing. The one and only he called him. Yes. Yeah. And he, I, I, uh, he isn't the one and only. There's a bunch of Tony Hinchcliffe's out there. And they all fucking suckle at the teat of Joe Rogan. Oh my god! It is a jo- right? it's a Joe Rogan universe. It's true. They, they're it little sm- small little satellite. We're just trying moves. to get a teat. Yeah, they're yes. small little looking for a, a small taste of that milk from his sweet teat. <laughs> and so, but and this guy launches into one of the most aggressively racist tirades. Hyper racist. I would say it's on par, not in terms of badness, but in terms of pure vitriol with the Michael Richards meltdown on the stage. Kramer. Yeah. Yes. When he the used Kramer. the N- when he was calling that guy the N word and describing lynching him. Yes. Yes. It was on that, par it with was that. On par. Yes. Like in terms of the fear, the, the, the pure vitriol and aggression. And I am someone that loves but watching here's the this. Thing. I love watching Kramer like this. did it. Kramer did it when in early two thousands or something. Yes. Be- when he was bombing. Yes. And he, it and was getting a- heckled. Getting heckled and it was a gut, like fear, thing. Not to say that that was good no. at all. It's bad. Tony Hinchcliffe went up and dug in and roasted this comic, this Asian comic, in front of his fucking douchebag bros, mm-hmm. and they're all screaming and like cackling and having a great time. It was unprov. It was an unprovoked attack. Unprovoked racism. Unprovoked, he's calling him a chink, trafficking in, in the most hack stereotypes. 
most. The most. And the thing is, Ederson. It felt like like 1880s. Yes. Like, it's like, are we? Are is this railroad being made right truly. now? Like, like, is this an opium den? Like, what the fuck what's is happening? happening? Like, and the thing is, it felt so uncomfortable. The audience at a certain point starts to get uncomfortable. Yeah, you can it, feel it. You can feel it. He's going over, over, like crazy over like the voice that he's doing he's like yeah oh we make your shoes or whatever he it's was saying crazy psycho he kind of like worked himself up into like a legitimate rage yeah he was so excited yeah to be an uh, a racist yeah like the inner nazi became the outer nazi because there was no because there was no there was no <laughs> finesse i mean this is the thing his crimes are twofold your honor he is a racist. Proceed. <laughs> he is a racist, a horrible, blatant racist. His next charge, sir, is that he is an unimaginative hack and bad that's, at comedy. That's even worse. That, that's a death penalty. Death penalty. For me. Yes. And yes. That is my that is my, my formal <laughs> submission will be about. <laughs> I was gonna never ask that you classify this as a hate crime and we have him. <laughs> We are seeking the By death the way, penalty. Like, can we just talk about Atlanta real quick? Yeah. I am so proud yeah. of the justice system in Atlanta that is um, that is categorizing the Atlanta shootings as a hate crime, and they are seeking, the prosecution is seeking the death penalty. Yes. Woo! I am so excited about this. Whether this happens or not, I hope matter. not. I'm like anti-capital, anti-capital punishment or whatever. But like, um, but yes, it is yes. good. It's good that it's they're seeking it. Yeah. Um, because it is leveling up the crimes against our bodies mm-hmm. as something to be taken seriously. Yes. Um, they and should care. be charging cops with hate crimes. Yes. But we all know it's impossible to fucking charge a cop. But, um, you know, all of this goes hand in hand with what Tony Hinchcliffe is doing. Yes. Now, do I think that he is out here um, riling up racists? No. not I don't think that's the intention. No. I think the intention was, is his, like, you know, there's a whole gang of comics that are, it's very like Ari Shafir, um, skank fest, you know, fuck you, PC culture, Shane Gillis type of thing. Yes. Remember Shane Gillis, that guy that yeah, got fired but from you SNL? Said, but Shane still for racist shit. Yeah, but and Shane during that <clears throat> interview, it's like nothing like this. Nothing. No, no, no. Like no. you know, he he got because he just says shit about Asian people too. Because it's like a, and that's the other part. He of called it. them chinks too. Yes, he called them chinks, and he yeah. was like saying, but he was like in a context where like. He was describing something. It was not this unprovoked. It was that angry at an yeah. audience. He he yeah. did not rile I, himself I, up into like a legitimate rage about it. Yeah, and it wasn't. It's not and his persona. It's not his persona. And Tony, this it is his persona yes. to be like, I'm gonna poke at society. Like I'm a fucking rebel. First Amendment. You know, yeah. like it's very it's edgelord shit. Stupid edgelord, lazy white man with no take, except I'm the victim. It's so it needs it's it needs to be like we need to evolve out of that type of human. Yeah, it's Reddit from 2010, bitch. It's done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Reddit isn't even like that anymore. If you go into the forums on Reddit now, they're not like that. Like the people that yeah. are like that are trolls. They're, that's the thing. The edge lord is now a troll. Yeah. And like, and sure. trolls live under bridges. They don't go on stage. Like that's not, you live on the internet then. This type of humor to me is first and foremost hack at this point. Because yes. it's a take. It's so lazy. It's so it's lazy. Like, you know when people are like, oh, yeah, you, you're you're too PC to, you, you're ruining comedy. It's like, no, you're ruining comedy because you won't evolve. Comedy needs to evolve. It's like telling someone like, if, if like, let's say I did a dad joke, mm-hmm. you know, and I was at a crowd, like a party, let's say. Yeah. That where a dad joke is like, come on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know a a, a, a a fancy birthday party and I'm like dad joke and then someone goes someone goes to me like dad joke 
come on, dad joke, dad, like that. Mm-hmm. And that would be like if if I got upset and I was like, so? What's wrong with dad jokes? <laughs> this is jokes. <laughs> this is comedy. You won't let me do comedy. <laughs> it's, we're over it. This society does Just not value stop. dads anymore. Dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> We're all moms now. We all got to be a mom, right? She, her, hers, hers, shim. It's so fucking crazy. And it's the ever fragile ego of the ugly white man with a twisted penis. Yeah. To. Twisty penis. Twisty penises. God, because look at him. I'm sorry. I know going for the looks is the weakest thing, but like. Come on. A corkscrew his peen face? is a corkscrew peen. Yeah, I mean, like, the what are you going to do? I'm so, I mean, look at his gum line. Of course he's angry. Like, <laughs> he looks like an old horse yeah. that you look in the mouth to make sure how long the teeth are. Mm. That's what he looks like. That's a horse and he's the horse the that you factory. go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, no, send that to Elmer's because <laughs> we can't have him here. We need horses with short teeth. <laughs> That could carry stuff and do comedy. This one, we need to lay him out. We need to boil him in glue. I mean, truly, it's... The thing is, it's not working for him either. Like, he has a very popular show called Kill Tony. (coughs) Which I did. Yeah. With Bobby Lee on the panel. Mm. And I had it on my YouTube. Yeah. And I deleted it last night. Whoa! Yeah. Because that was a good set. It was a good set. It was, it, you know, I don't know if you guys, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's, he used to have a show and I did it. I did a minute some comedy and, um, it, it really didn't sit with me to have that up anymore. So I had to take it down. Yeah. It was disgusting. I also had a meeting with a company named Avalon, mm-hmm. uh, to develop and their management company as well. Uh, they're like big out in UK okay. <clears throat> and they manage him. <laughs> Which I found out um, through my own, you know, Google search. And I told my team I'm not meeting with them. And I don't I don't want to meet with them. And I know this is like a different side of the company because it's development versus management. But I I, I don't I just don't want to. There's plenty of companies to meet. We don't need to do that. And they were like, yep, we're canceling it. Clout, bitch. Clout. Clout. (laughs) <laughs> it's not clouded it's, I'm just canceling a meeting but um, that's so much, that's I believe so much he principles. did get dropped really? by WME I believe he was he with did. WME yeah see this is the thing <laughs> look at you <laughs> look at you getting that's the that's what pissed you off the most <laughs> of everything the chink the ching chong <laughs> the picture off you got mad that he was he was Represented by WME. <laughs> Listen, we're all monsters. I just said that we're all pieces of shit. I'm a comic too. I'm a piece of shit. I'm trash. <laughs> no, no. I say, my thing is more that the complacency and the way in which people continue to prop up this type of aggro maleness that is 100% toxic and the thing is yeah. the, he, the energy he cultivates as at his shows while albeit not like always this like racist but it, this is his vibe this is what he does yeah that's he's like a roast mm-hmm. guy and yeah the thing is he, not only was this incredibly lazy but a lot of the things that he does already was lazy the fact that the yes part, my alarm about it is that that the kind of laziness was being rewarded in this way. Yes, exactly. Because he's not like mainstream famous. No, no one really knows who he is. But in the comedy world, like yes. he sells out comedy yes. shows. He's a headliner. So yeah, exactly. So like he has a cultural imprint. Yes. And that's what's upsetting. I don't care that he said what he said. He's a fucking little cockroach. Yeah. I don't care. But I care about the idiots whooping. Mm-hmm at this like that's what makes me sad is that there's an appetite for it yes. for that type that humor and and he's it, indulging it and he's making yes. it he's honing it he's, he's worsening he's, it he's worse and, and he's going to t- towns all over america amplifying mm-hmm. it time and time again 
And the thing is, it's like, and then I mean, Louis C.K. too. Yeah, you know, but Louis not doing this shit. You know, it's like this. No, is the, but yeah. like he's going up there, going like whatever, fuck it. Like I, I it, what I did wasn't that bad, and you know, like he's like, is that really what he's him, saying? Yeah, and he's going up there and acting the victim. Like wow, it's, and that happened at Skankfest, and he got a standing ovation. It's like wow. oh, fucking comedy's ruined. Fuck, you know, like all that. Sh- it's so. I mean, this, I mean I, you can say whatever you want about comedians, but like for our little fan dumb or whatever place that people have for you, like for it, Tony specifically, right? He's like a town crier. Like that's mm-hmm. your local news is really where most people get their news. You know, yeah. most people tune in at five and they watch whoever the fuck that person is. It's like whoever's yeah. in your area, that person that you are that feels most immediate to you is the person that you'll believe. That's the guy when you're you go with friends, like those guys in the front row in this video, those are these are the jokes and this will be the story that they tell in private. They to the, retell. <clears throat> yeah. To their, and so then this becomes like a thing. And so Exactly. So not only is our bad hack jokes being retold. They're very racist, traffic in very old, stupid, stupid t- stereotypes. Stupid tropes, yeah. I mean, none that of this was still new. Still hit. Yes. But that's the thing. It's that, like, he wouldn't do it if it didn't hit. Yeah. So, chicken or the egg, you know what I mean? Like, I know the answer. It's chicken. Like, you, we as the person with the platform have the responsibility to not be hacked. Yes. To raise the intelligence in the room. But. And he's not even if he's getting If he's getting rewarded yeah. for hack behavior, why would he stop being hack? So, you know, we've really come to a point where you can't have. Bra- you could have broad comedy, but you, you can just have a Twitter audience and tour around the country. Yeah. And only hit the people that. That's true you really love you mm-hmm. and really love the hack shit that you do. It's true. So this is one of the things that I was fucking grappling with yesterday in a spiral of like, <laughs> what does that mean for me? What does that mean for comedy? And I was talking to Eric about this and I was like, you know, in music, I don't know mu- the music industry enough, but are there people like Tony Hinchcliffe where you're like, this is a hack musician, but there are people who love him. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I'm sure there are. Maybe. I'm sure there are. But the thing is, with music, you have to be talented at a thing. That's what I mean. Yeah. Is that is there like a non-talented musician that people are like, yeah, this guy's dope because our le- our level of music is so on the floor. I would say I can't imagine no because he Maybe this guy because Tony is not even likable. He did not. He's not like. I mean, at the very least. As a comedian, you think that charm and likability was necessary if you're not going to be good at jokes. Yeah. He just is the arbiter of bullying. He's just being mean for the audience. And they're like, yeah, be meaner because you, you're you weird looking. He's a, he's a cyst. He is a cyst. <laughs> he's not even a fucking cancer because it's not. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't even. He is a cyst because he is yeah. a symptom of something that is happening in our culture. That it yeah. al- that we are allowing to accumulate more of this like whatever you know sister like a gather whatever it attracts that kind of tissue and stuff. It's like there is something about him that is an indicator. It's a symptom. He is a symptom. Yes. His success is a symptom of something that yes. is deeply wrong with people. Yes. with our neighbors. There, there's something wrong with. Uh, Check in with them. Check in with your neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> But these are. This is like my bro, my brother. I sent it to my brother. Yeah. He was obviously horrified. Yeah. But um, you know, it's adjacent to this type of like aggro point of view. Like you can't even fucking joke about anything anymore. It's yeah. like you can't. You just can't. Is this what you wanted Get to talk about? Is this? Yeah, the- this is what you wanted to joke about. <laughs> Ching Chong, yeah. Ding Dong. That's what you wanted to do. Get on stage. You sold tickets for Ching Chong. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's so brutally stupid and ignorant and yeah. I don't know how to, I don't know how to live in a society around stupidity. 
it just and we were talking about this last episode about like the anti-vax like conversation like how much more do we have to beg people to step up their intelligence i mean it's so anyway, I was uh, to finish my point. The the thing that I was grappling with is that if this is a comedian out touring, selling out crowds, do I even want to be part of comedy? Is this <laughs> is this? Do I align myself with the possibility that there are crowds out there seeking ching chong ding dong? Yes. Is that where I belong? I mean, you know what I mean? I think <laughs> that I don't know. I mean, I truly That's the thing. Yeah, cuz I like, I've, I've 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 I personally have grappled with this a lot. Like how I don't want to be I don't really there's parts of me that particularly don't want to do the road because I that's I don't, the thing. Yeah, I don't ever want to be the first Asian someone meets. Me exactly. And then they they just came from Tony Hinchcliffe's yeah. show, and, <laughs> and are I don't, convinced I don't need that we could be person. fucked with. Yeah, I don't right. need to convince this person that I don't want to evangelize my race yeah. to you, like and like, that we're no. normal. I don't have that sense of um, responsibility. Large, yeah, responsibility. I would say emotional largesse. Like I don't. I'm not that Hell generous. No. I'm very no stingy. Way. I'm very yes. stingy. Self centered. <laughs> most would say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't have it. I don't, I don't have it. Um, you know, I was talking to a, a friend of ours, Tian Tran, yeah. another queer Asian comic. Love her. Um, and just talking about like how, you know, it would be so lovely just to like draw crowds. Yeah. And not have to. Even doing quote doing the road is a very white supremacy thing. Yes. Because. A white man has a a virtual passport through everywhere. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas th- some of us who are not white and not straight and not male, mm-hmm. it's dangerous for us, quite literally, yeah. everywhere. So I'm just trying to buck the idea of comedy and what we know as comedy or the track, Mm -hmm. if you will, or the career and flip it on its head. Yeah. You know, cause I don't want to keep signing up for white guy tracks. Yeah. It's just not for me. I don't need it. I don't want it. It just doesn't soothe my soul. And they're not going to even let us cross the finish line. Yeah. They'll let you run that track forever. Forever. And never But let that's you not cross. my track. Yeah. That's white man's yes. track. Yeah. Because you're not even exactly. supposed to be in the race. So why, how can you win? Right. Right. So I'm creating my own race. And <laughs> it's so funny I'm we're talking about all... race while this is the analogy. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> you're creating your own race, the Peter Kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and run yeah, I'm just gonna run and the only person who could run the race is me. Yeah. I'm not letting anyone else sign up. Mm-hmm. You can't be sponsored by Chase. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't care if you're like you've done a 10K pride. Yeah. Like <laughs> you can't run my race. Yeah. I'm the only runner in my race and therefore I always win. Wow. And yeah. And I cannot sign up for a Tony Hinchcliffe life. No. I'm, and I'm that's not, yeah. the big thing. I've I'm just coming. And, and this is after coming off of that San Francisco trip, too, of just being like, what the hell is this? What yeah. is this? No. I just need to get to a point where if I'm going to be on stage, you are begging me to do my, like, um, regulars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, my the popular jokes. Yeah. Like, I don't want, or like, you know, you're, you know that you're there for me. Yeah. Because then we could kiki and have a good time. Yeah. I don't want to fucking go to your town and have to, like, convince you that, I'm not uh, some weird ching chong queer here to eat your babies. <laughs> That's a good joke. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Peter 
Kim and I'm a Ching Chong queer here to hear your babies. <laughs> Ask me anything. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I think, I think what we're, what you're saying is, yes. I think there's so many things inside of our culture and our society. And in the last, I would say, four years, there have been so many times when the realization is that the race was not meant for us to run. And that's the reason why we cannot win. And it's not just yes. in comedy. It's not just in Hollywood. It's it's the, all of all it. of it, right? Yeah. Like inside of in this pa- in this pandemic, women have been dropping out of the workforce like f- fucking flies. And it's because mm-hmm. this is ultimately with one thing put gone away, the race is suddenly very clearly meant for only straight white men. Yeah, and so yeah. It, and that's why we're here out here dim- dismantling the whole thing. Yeah. It's like, that's yeah, why it, you have to it insist. It all has to go. You have to insist, you know, and create your own way. I can see so many entrepreneurs. You see people, women start trying to create their own cultures, and that's mm-hmm. how you win, you know? Yes. I mean, I personally am just jogging for fun. So <laughs> I am not currently. With your shirt off. <laughs> currently not in a race. Just <laughs> lightly jogging for some exercise. Yeah, just, and some eyeballs and attention. <laughs> <laughs> Not All right, folks. Win. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back with kick-ass Koreans. Yeah. Who do you got today? Okay, mine is. I was reading this fascinating article in Harper's mm. Bazaar. Uh, it's about, um, it's called My Korean Mother and I Speak to the Dead. Whoa. And it's about the association between ghosts, Korean culture, and how, like, the power of ghosts inside of, like, our stories and stuff. It's a mm. wonderful, wonderful read. Um, there's, like, a couple of quotes, like, ghosts grow from silence and concealment and from shame. She talks about her family's journey to the Midwest. She's half um, Korean, half white. Um, her name is Alex Sujong Laughlin. Uh, I have hmm. the link to her Twitter in, uh, in, the, in our document. She's a senior producer at Transmitter, like, the podcast thing. But this article is something that she's been working on, like, an essay she worked on a couple of years ago. It got released. It's just a fascinating, wonderful read. And I, I think you would love it, particularly, Peter. Okay. Like, because yeah. it's just about the power of secrets and why <clears throat> myths, family myths, and ghosts appear. Oh. And, I mean, it's very good. And it's also very specific. I do talk to a ghost in my apartment. Yes. You love yeah. ghosty shit. <laughs> oh, I love, I, I love, like, I, I, like, I, I don't know how to say this, but like, I love knowing that there's a ghost around. It's comforting. <laughs> I mean, it's there's there's a quote that she even says like ghosts feel distinctly Korean to me because it's something that she shared with mm. her mother and that they had mm. seen ghosts a lot. And so like I know yeah. many people in my life that have seen ghosts. I particularly have never seen one. My mom has. But I do also we've talked about this, Peter. We have like this connection to um spirit mm-hmm. kind of world and it's not mm-hmm. and it is something about it it is like there is something very korean about it like the relationship with not only our ancestors but it's like this acknowledgement that there's a lot of stuff that you can't see that matters and there yes. ha- there is yes. a, and there's a correlation between that and the colonialism that we endured mm-hmm. as people that were literally ignored and put away and they had to force to be seen. That didn't mean that they didn't exist, right? And so this becomes and yeah. colors all of our conversations around ghostliness, around secrecy, around concealment, right? Because so many of our own family's stories, especially post-war, are shrouded in mystery because of shame. So mm. when, you know, this article alludes to this and talks about it a great deal, it's a fascinating read. The essay is beautifully written, and that's why she's my kick-ass Korean. All right, cool. Alex Sujong Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Check her out. Um, my kick-ass Korean, you know, um, it was it was a rough week this week with Asian hate crimes. Yeah. And uh, one of them 
if you guys haven't heard, uh, happened in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And um, a uh, a man attacked two Korean ladies in their 60s, late 60s, <clears throat> with a cinder block. Yeah. Uh, brutal, uh, bleeding everywhere. Um, th- they're okay, but... The video is too badly much. Badly hurt. Yeah. I... Anyway, it's um, there are people out here doing good work, and I want to shout out Robert Herr. He is providing bro- pro bono legal work cool. for these attack uh, victims, and uh, that's becoming more and more of a thing as like Korean lawyers um, and just Asian lawyers in general um, of all types of Asian descent are starting to do this. Uh, but I want to shout out Robert Herr because he's attached to these two victims um, right now. But if you have, if you're a lawyer and you have people out there needing, you know, legal work, I think this is a really great way to give back. I wish I had some legalese or whatever I can do to help people yeah. because I understand that, like the medical world, mm-hmm. um, immigrants are afraid to tiptoe into it. Yeah, and we're we're pushed out via bureaucracy and language barriers and all that stuff and you know bills 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 so you know it's again it's a white supremacy system it supports rich people it supports white people and it keeps us out so whatever we can do to help you know bridge that gap um you know i think that's a really awesome thing to do so robert her lawyer in maryland yay All right. Well, you know, it's been a um, rage-filled week and a rage-filled hour here at the Ajuma Show. (laughs) Um, We understand that it's fucking tough out there. And you know what? We we asked last week who out of, like, OGs are still listening. We've got some OGs from 2017 listening. So good on you. We love you. Uh, Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.